Welcome back to the Caps on Sports podcast uh, with your host, I think third week in the row, Nick Tobias brought I to do. you by, I think it is the third week in the row. Is it the third week in a row? One, two, three, maybe. I'm going to assume it's the third week in a row. We're going for a fourth this week. I got my fellow Caps on Sports teammates here. We got Tyler Blumenstick and apparently I got moderate, moderately large Tony. It's a good day. Last week or two weeks ago, I was what pepperoni Tony. So this week I'm a, a moderately oh, large. I didn't Tony. even notice that. So they don't even notice your yeah. pepperoni Tony. Um, want to give a, a a shout out to Mr. Sam Meehan, the fourth member here. He got his wisdom teeth taken out, and he's a little smacked off of some Percocets. Um, legally, legally of uh, legally prescribed, of prescribed, prescribed, prescribed. He's got a couple holes in his mouth, but um, he'll be doing all right. Sam, I'll, I'll be shouting out Sammy's picks throughout the week. I'm sorry, throughout the podcast for the week. Um, shout out Andy last week filling in. Um, well, I guess I'll start with Andy last week. Fill in Andy gave us a solid two and three. Tough week to be an Andy, I'll tell you that. That's um, solid. I'm doing good. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot better than Stick did last week. Stick came in last one in four. Shocker. What what is going on? <laughs> Shocker. What what is going on, Stick? Can you can you enlighten me on what's going on over here? I don't really have a good answer for you, if we're being honest. Um, I'm 13-21-1 and one on the year, 38%. It's pretty bad. Just say, I'd rather hear I, I don't know. percentage than your record. <clears throat> I'm in a, a season-long office pool. Well, it's on officefootballpools.com, and it's a pick for every single game oh. against the spread every week. I'm 51-55, and 55, which picking every single game on the slate, I'm still doing better than I am, giving you my five key picks every single week, so – I mean, I, I got to figure it out. I got to tune it down. Once I get into this uh, podcast mode, I got to pick the five games that are actually winners, unlike uh, I've been doing. Mm. All right. Well, after hearing all those excuses. Um, they weren't excuses. It's just shame. I don't really. God honest truth. Uh, uh, we, next up, Mano last week, two and three. One better than stick. That's all right. Mm. Bringing you to 19, 14, and two for the year to 56 percentage. Not too bad. You're still hanging on in first, very slim margin. You had a big lead before. I'm creeping up on you. No. Um, Sam, who isn't represented here, three and two last week, bringing him to a 43%, slowly crawling out of the basement. Um, and then I also went three, three and two last, three for two last week. Or I'm sorry, three and two, bringing me up to a 53%. Now, I was talking about this a little bit before we started. Um, me, Sam, and Andy all kind of got robbed on this Atlanta game. Uh, Atlanta won by two instead of three, and that really kind of hurt the soul. Um, and then New Orleans. <sighs> New Orleans, big Monday night, winning by three instead of a nice four and a half. Man, that, that one hurt. Yeah, that might have been the single worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. So um, it's upsetting, but uh, that's what happens when you bet on uh, Geno Smith and uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah, Geno Smith. Geno, Geno Smith's a hard person to put your money on. Um, yeah, guess who's doing it again, though? This guy. Can't believe you're doing that. I'm a um, I'm a Geno believer. It's Geno oh, Hive. Geno Hive. All right. Well, let's get into some action. We're gonna start with Thursday night. Um, we're recording this Wednesday night, Wednesday the twenty seventh, um, roughly seven p.m. And you know, coming out the news with Green Bay Packers um, losing out on Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard is not playing. There's a good chance. Uh, I think they said MVS is still um, on the IR. They have up until 4 p.m. tomorrow to activate him. Um, he's traveling with the team. Who knows if he's playing? But Aaron Rodgers without you know his two top two wide receivers, a couple of players on defense, which they've been gone. Uh, they've been hurt all year. 
you know, very shoddy defensive crew at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals getting Chandler Jones back on defense, but losing out on J.J. Watt. Arizona home favorites, minus six. Total set at 51. Mano, you're the only one that's got a pick on this. I guess you're very mm-hmm. confident. I was more confident in a three and a half. Six? I don't know. Yeah, I just think uh, I, I, this feels like one of the games where like Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any weapons to throw to, and he just keeps – well, he doesn't, first of all, have any weapons to throw to. He's going to keep trying to force it to Tanya, and he's going to try to force it to like Randall Cobb, and it's just not going to work out for him. And I think the Cardinals' defense is going to be able to limit their opportunities, right? If they're able to – they're, they're going to try to run the ball and you can only do that so much before um, before uh, the game gets a little bit out of hand. I think the Cardinals uh, are primed here to, to kind of blow them out here on a Thursday, uh, which is a little upsetting because this had the makings of like a really good Thursday night game. And I don't think we've been um, necessarily blessed with the uh, with the primetime games that we've gotten so far. Um, and this week is going to be no different. But uh, I like Arizona minus six here. I think Kyler Murray's going to kind of pop against this uh, this Packers team. So minus six, lock it in. Yeah, I mean it's a shame because this was this was lined up to be one of the best Thursday night, if the best, if not the best Thursday night game of the mm-hmm. year. Um, I saw a couple stats before I think earlier today or yesterday about Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night, how he has not failed to cover the spread on Thursday nights his whole career, um, and he and he's also actually better against the spread without Allen uh, without. What's his face? Uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. But, but, but I don't have the sources right now, so I can't confirm nor deny that that is a real source. I know I saw it, but mm. it, you know, I don't have it in front of me. Anyway, uh, that's Thursday night. Let's get into Sunday. First one o'clock game. The slumping Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta home favorites minus three total set at 46. Carolina is expected to start Sam Darnold after benching him last week um, against the New York football giants. Matt rule said it was hope to spark the team, which I don't really know how PJ Washington is going to spark a team. Um, Yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking basketball. Um, PJ Walker is going to spark a team, but um, I guess when you're down 20, you'll try anything. Um, Atlanta off of a good win last week in Miami playing back home. Um, I can tell you Sam and Mano are on the same side. I was on the same side, but I couldn't do it again. Um, this week. So Mano, tell me why we think the home team's going to take it. Is Matty Ice, is he, is he getting hot? Yeah, I think that offense is really starting to click, right? They kind of sputtered and understandably, they got a new head coach, new coaching staff there. You know, they're really starting to, to get the ball to their best player in this Kyle Pitts. Um, not a lot of Mike Davis. They're using more Cordero Patterson, using him and, you know, actually running the ball, putting him out wide in sets. Um, but this is more of a bet against the Carolina Panthers. I don't think um, they're particularly that good. Uh, Sam Darnold has crashed back to earth. Like you said, they put in PJ Walker. Like that's that's a dude that played in the XFL that just took maybe some better drives away from, from Sam Darnold. Um, But yeah, I think three for on the three at home. So what, this is basically a a pick them, but Atlanta's getting three points because they're home team. I, I'll take, I think Atlanta's a much better team. They're hot right now. Well, maybe not hot, but they're better right now. Uh, and Carolina's just not as good as them. So easy Atlanta here. Yeah, I like Atlanta. I think um, Carolina Carolina lost a couple key defensive players. Um, I don't know the word on Stefan Gilmore for the Carolina Panthers. I know he was, there was a chance he was going to play last week against the, uh, against the Giants. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're going to activate him this week. Um, but it's always a possibility, something to keep in mind as you guys 
um, as our listeners are sifting through lines on an early Sunday morning or Saturday night. Um, all right, next one o'clock game, um, a garbage game. We got the smoking hot, arguably the best AFC team uh, or the best offense in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals on the road against the New York Mike White-led football Jets. Cincinnati, nine-and-a-half-point <laughs> po- nine favorites on the road. Total set at 43-and-a-half. Mano and Stick, you guys are both on the same team. What are we thinking here? We I, is nine and a half. I, I think under ten is a good is a good number. I'm surprised this isn't at eleven or twelve. Um, to be honest with you, with a backup quarterback for the Jets who has yet to have an offensive snap professionally. Um, go ahead, stick. Go ahead, He'll get stick. to Let's eleven or twelve, and that is exactly why I both put this on my spreadsheet for the pick for the podcast and placed the bet um, immediately when I first saw this. Look, the Jets have been absolutely lifeless. Um, Zach Wilson, honestly, as mediocre as he's played through the first couple of games of his rookie season before getting hurt, um, was probably the brightest spot of that Jets team. And he's just not going to be there. It's going to be Mike White, uh, fifth rounder out of Western Kentucky in 2018. Um, this line is at nine and a half. It's going to creep up above that 10 10 number. Like I said before, um, this is more of a play on the Bengals defense. I feel like everybody's talking about Burrow and Jamar Chase and rightly so Jamar Chase, um, leads the league, or he's second now. I don't know if Cooper Cup uh, passed him in the afternoon slate on Sunday, but um, Bengals' defense is going to just absolutely shut down the Jets, and the Bengals are going to put up 20-plus points at least, if not 30, possibly 40, maybe for the second week in a row. Um, They would have covered a a 9.5 number on the road against Baltimore last week, um, but they covered as plus six dogs. Uh, They won by 25 points, so. Yeah, I think this is pretty simple. Um, if I get burned, I get burned. But if not, whatever. I think it's a pretty good play on Cincinnati minus nine and a half. I'm in the same boat. If the Jets somehow cover this, then I'd be shocked and considered. And I, you know, you just got to take that L in stride. But like we just watched the Jets get the fucking the, the break speed off them last week by a by a um, by a Patriots team that isn't like that good necessarily, but like. Belichick takes pride in kicking the shit out of the Jets. So, like, I don't know how you get the, you know, shit kicked out of you like you did last week and show up in front of your home fans against a good Cincinnati Bengals team and try to, you know, do better. I don't I, I don't think that's that's very feasible. So I'm with you. Nine and a half here for the Bengals is a, is a lot of points and maybe not a number that they haven't seen ever. <laughs> next to next to the Bengals, I think usually they're on the other side of it. So refreshing to see some change, some parity in the NFL. So I'm with Bengals minus nine and a half too. Get on it early because I agree it's going to go up. Yeah, I mean personally, I think this line should be 13 and a half, 14 and a half. I mean, if 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 you think that the the Bengals are only nine and a half points better than the Jets, then it for me it looks kind of fishy. Um, I see a little bit of a letdown here where they might just run Joe Mixon the whole game. Joe Mixon and uh, Samaj P. Ryan just give the ball, give the ball, give the ball, and let Joe Burrow take it easy for, uh, you know, a game or two. Um, I'm staying away from it because I, I'm afraid. I'm, I, I, I genuinely am afraid I'm going to get burned, and there's going to be a backdoor cover here at the last second. Um, anyway, a game that we're not going to talk about because no one has a pick on it, and I think rightfully so. I was Mano talked me into taking it, and I talked myself into to take it, taking my name out of here. Um, <laughs> The Los Angeles Rams on the road against the Houston Texans. 
Los Angeles minus 14 and a half total set at 48. Houston is set to get Tyrod Taylor back, um, activating him off of the IR after I believe a hamstring or a quad injury. Um, that's they started this clock. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been, um, it's kept him sideline for about four weeks, I would say. Um, thank God Davis Mills isn't playing anymore. Um, Mano, you, you did talk – you talked to me in taking the 14 and a half, and, and you know, I'll touch on a little bit. I kind of like Houston 14 and a half here, um, kind of. Not enough to put my, my name on it or put some money on it, but I kind of do. Um, I think Ty God's got some magic, and I think they keep this close. I think um, Los Angeles is just going to tread some water here um, just to kind of keep – you know, keep exactly what they did against Detroit last week. You see Detroit throw everything they had at the book. Uh, you know, they played a, they played a Madden game against the Rams last week, and I'm um, still only one by nine. But um, we, we digress. Um, next game, next one o'clock game: the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Um, Buffalo fresh off of a bye. Buffalo minus thirteen and a half at home. Total set at forty eight. Only pick on this game is from Mr. Sam Meehan, who isn't here to represent himself and talk about his pick but are you guys on the same side as sam you think i feel like if i had to be i would but i'm not because the line's just a little bit big to uh through for over 400 yards last week so like i don't know i feel like 13 and a half the bill's coming off a buy they should be able to cover the number but then again coming off a buy you could either trend up you can trend downwards so on the off chance that they don't take a step forward or play as they have been playing through the first couple of years this year uh, our first couple of weeks this year, then they should cover it. But other than that, I'm just not touching a double digit spread coming off a buy when you just don't really know. So, I mean, I, th- I think Sam's on the right side of the spread. I mean, not only are they coming off a buy, but they're coming off a buy at home. It's not like they have to travel across um, time zones or anything like that. I see this is a game where I, I think this spread should be nine and a half. And I think the Jets game should be 13 and a half. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm, I look at it. It's a little weird to me. Um, two, you mentioned two of 400 yards. I think he had four touchdowns, two interceptions. Yep. Um, so his numbers look good, but I don't know if you're watching him play his decision-making. Wow. I feel it like that's so been poor. a given. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying to, to his decision-making has been poor all season. Um, and, and anybody, any Dolphins fans, any new NFL fans out there who think, uh, you know, Tua is some sort of an answer or some sort of, um, you know, epiphany that the, the Dolphins got, I think they're, they got to, you know, take, take a step back. Um, Brian Flores has gone on, you know, obviously gone on tape and got on the media saying Tua is their guy. We're not trading for Deshaun Watson. Um, but I think I, I would rather take Deshaun Watson over to any. Even day. still, they're they're in the news like every day with this Watson stuff, whether the trade's going to happen or not. Like it's been confirmed, it's been it's been mm-hmm. you know uh, rejected. They, they agreed on terms, but not until Watson, you know, his legal issues figure out. Like as I, I feel like as a player, like you can say you tune yourself out to that, but they're asking them questions about it like every single day. They asked him today, like, do you feel wanted here in Miami? And he said, I think he said, like, I don't not feel wanted or something like that. Like, what is it like what, what does that mean for like a, a, like a guy like your name is in the news because your replacement is coming and you're expected to go play the Bills on the road. Yeah, you get flacked. You get I, I think flacked. Sam's I think Sam's on the right side of this too. And then you know, if there are other dudes in the mm-hmm. locker room reading that too, and they're maybe thinking, like, oh wow, we can get Deshaun Watson, like legal stuff aside, like that dude's better than Tua. Like yeah, you think Will Fuller doesn't want to get the ball thrown to him from Deshaun Watson again and just have I think Will Fuller just wants to get on the football field, to be honest yeah, with you. He does it to himself. This year. He does it to himself. <laughs> he keeps taking PEDs. I mean hurt now, yeah. but like and then he, really and then he, pur- and then he purposely well, gets when, he, when he's yeah, when he's not hurt, he's taking PEDs. All right, so we're, we're going to skip on to the next game. Next one o'clock game, we got arguably, actually not even arguably, the worst team in the NFL, 
Um, the Detroit Lions hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, Philly minus three, total set at 48. Apparently, Stick is buying into Dan Campbell's crying on camera. Yes, and I am. You really it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, and, and it didn't make a difference two weeks ago. And again, they threw <clears throat> no, I came out and ran like two fake punts. Who cares? Everyone lost him. Who cares? You lost by nine. They you still lost, lost by what? They they tried when I tell you this Detroit team tried everything they possibly could to beat the yeah. Rams and they still lost by nine. They still and I don't lost blame by them. Nine. I would do the same thing too. They should just not punt. There's like a college football team that just doesn't punt. They just I guess they just go for it on fourth down. Just do that. So Matt Stafford after the game was like, I'm still rooting for you guys. Like fuck out of here. No, you're not. So the stick since you're on Detroit and uh, I'm on Philly, so I'll, I'll preface that before we keep going. Um, Detroit this season, this is this is oh god. Detroit has trailed by double digits late third quarter, early fourth fourth quarter, every game except last mm-hmm. week. One they trailed by twenty four, then eighteen, then thirteen, then twenty one, then ten, then thirty one, and then they trailed by nine uh, last week against the Rams. They're oh my god, net yards per play thirty first in the NFL, offensive EPA twenty seventh, defensive EPA twenty seventh. Keep it coming. Go ahead. Dan Campbell care. cries and nothing gets done. Um, if you're going to give me the Baltimore argument, Marquise Hollywood Brown should have caught three touchdowns and he didn't. Um, if you're going to give me the Minnesota Vikings argument, the Vikings should have blown the doors off of them. But um, it should have, but they didn't. Uh, and they were playing know, the Lions both times of uh, those uh, little anecdotes that you're dropping here or analogies. Um, yes. No. I'm not going to be <laughs> talking about analogies involving the Houston Texans when we're talking about the Detroit, the Detroit Lions. That's a good point, but I am on the lines, and I'm on the lines plus three, plus three and a half, whatever you can find them on. Um, They're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, like Nick said. The Eagles are not a good team. The Eagles are two and five. The Lions are 0 and seven. You're telling me that the Eagles at two and five deserve to be held at such a much higher standard than the Lions? Fine. Would you believe that? I can't argue that. I can't argue that. I don't care. Are you kidding me? I don't care. They're four and three against the spread. They play hard. They just played the Rams. Think they're really, four and three against the spread because they have double digit spreads every week. They're at home. They're playing Philly. Philly sucks. Miles Sanders is out. They don't give the ball to him anyways. They only give it to Jalen Hurts, which this is a story for another day, but people need to stop drafting Miles Sanders high in fantasy football because he sucks and he doesn't get the ball. But regardless, um, yeah, Detroit's going to win this week, but I'm taking the three suck, They just don't give him the ball. Fine. But Detroit's winning this week against Philly, but I'll take the three points. Let's hear your side. Come on. The Detroit Lions are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they're going to um, win a game. It's their defense be is atrocious. You trust Jared Goff. Okay. You know, you, you trust Jared Goff, Khalif Raymond, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know don't why. Don't disrespect Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, you conveniently forward. leave out DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, the two best players on that offense. So Shouldn't be running the ball when you're down 25. There you go. You're not going to be down 25 at any point in this game. Are, are you kidding me, Stick? Are you okay? You know, yeah, I don't just give talk your about pick this. on the Eagles if you're so confident. Let's hear it. Come on. Philly's the better team. Philly's That's by fine. far the better team. They have they have the more athletic quarterback who can make plays through the air and on the ground. Granted, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts hasn't been the best quarterback in the league, but he doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the league to beat the worst team in the league, the worst defense okay. in the league. Okay. Obviously, Philly doesn't have that great of a defense, but again, you don't need much when you're playing the Detroit Lions. I mean, what do you what do you want me to tell you when you're playing the worst team? Look the at the Los Angeles Rams offense and what they were able to do or lack of last week. 
Um, yeah, because they didn't care. Because they didn't. They knew they're going to beat the. Oh, Bulls they didn't care. Anyway. You're right. True. 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 Okay. NFL football team right. playing one of 18 games a year didn't care when they uh, showed up to play. Okay. Sure. Let's move on. What do you think? I'd be all over Philly here. Okay. I mean, it's three is three is a three is a gift, and it's not even Halloween yet. It's a gift Thank until you. the um, gift gets ripped right back on Sunday afternoon. So the who's home here? Is it Detroit? Detroit, Detroit like it? Detroit. Otherwise, I would not so be. So they honest. are twenty-two and a, they they're projected to score twenty-two and a half points. Well, per FanDuel, I don't think they get the fourteen. I think they're going to be sitting at ten. What part of Philly's all defense? Like, all they do is run ice formation. Stop. They run I formation the whole time. What, what do you can do with I formation? They're going to beat Philly. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, next one o'clock game because my blood pressure is getting at a dangerous level. Um, I'm the one who's got to pick on this. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the slow Pittsburgh Steelers on the road against the Cleveland Browns division matchup. Cleveland minus three and a half at home. Total set at 42 and a half. Baker Mayfield is expected to play this game after being told he's got to be out four months with a broken shoulder. Um, he's not going to play. I don't think he's going to play. I kind of hope he doesn't play. Um, I'm tough all, guy, Baker. I am all over Cleveland. I grabbed him at minus three because I want I want the hook. Um, I think Cleveland's by far the better team. Uh, they, they proved it last week on Thursday against Denver. They should have. They really should have won that game last week by more than 10 points. Um, Case Keenum actually looks... Looked very good in that offense with Stefanski. I mean, he didn't really look like a backup. He looked like a starter. Granted, they probably didn't throw the, the playbook at him, yes, uh, you know, that week. But um, I think even if it's Case Keenum, I kind of feel more comfortable than Baker Mayfield. Nick Chubb is expected to return also for the Cleveland Browns, who's just going to run over the Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh can't keep up offensively. We've seen it all year. Um, Big Ben, I think, is on the decline. I was kind of hoping Chase Claypool would be on the right side of the trends this year and get a nice, you know, a nice breakout season, but I haven't seen it from him. Um, and, and that's really it. I think Cleveland's by far the better team. They're one of the better teams in the AFC. Um, I mean, I think Cleveland at home is minus three is, is pretty good here for me. Um, Stick, do you, what, what do you got, dude, since, since you're all over the place today? <laughs> I'm in. I, I'm not just all over the place today. I've been all over the place this entire season. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> I know. I know you don't have a pick no, on this, but I gotta hear your 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 talk. I mean, I would stay away because I still think the Steelers have that little bit of oomph to them that they can show at any point. So they freak me out a little bit, especially against a beat up Browns team. But the Browns defense is going to be completely. Browns fine. are getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Browns are getting healthy. Don't 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 get it twisted. Browns are getting healthy. I mean, Chubb's coming back. I'm still waiting for Kareem Hunt to come back for fantasy purposes. Um, I don't think the quarterback play, matter. like you noted, makes much of a difference because they don't let Baker Mayfield get out of the pocket and sling it as much as I'm sure he would like to, because then, you know, I wouldn't do the same. I wouldn't do it either if I had Chubb and Hunt in the background or in the backfield. Um, but Keenum arguably throws a better ball than Baker Mayfield. Not arguably. Wow. Absolutely. Again, I wow. feel more, I, I kind of hope Case Keenum plays wow. because I, I would rather have Case Keenum back there in that, in that offense. hundred percent. It's getting hot over here. It's that's not really that steamy of a take. I don't think I look, I'm not going to go shoe and say that case Keenum is a, a full on better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Cause if that's the truth, he would have his job. Um, mm-hmm. But I true. think in terms of getting the ball where it's got to go in the playbook that case Keenum is going to have to run. I think he does a better job than Baker Mayfield does on a normal week. So 
Um, yeah, okay. really to that I point too, I I don't know if I don't know if I'd go that far, but to that point too, like Kevin Stefanski was was Case Keenum's quarterback coach in, in Minnesota when they won 13 games for you know one reason or another. So like he you know, in most know. situations, in most situations, like your back your your starting quarterback comes out, your backup comes in, and you're like, ah shit, we gotta run the ball or we gotta, you know, make life easy for him. I don't think the playbook changes that much for from from Baker Mayfield to Kevin Stefanski. I think they have a lot uh, from from Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum because of that Kevin Stefanski connection. Um, I think he knows what he exactly what he's going to get out of Case Keenum. And I think Kevin Stefanski is one of the better offensive coaches in the league and can probably game plan to put him in a spot to succeed. So yes, sir. Roll, plus, roll brownies. Plus Pittsburgh's not, plus Pittsburgh's not that good. So Pittsburgh's not that good. Their offense is not existing, but roll brownies. Um, all right. Next yeah, one o'clock game. Nobody's got a pick on this game. And I think it's for rightful reasons. We got the, Chicago Bears at home at Soldier Field, fresh off of an absolutely demoralizing loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Chicago at home against the San Francisco 49ers. San Fran minus three and a half on the road. Total set at a measly 39 and a half. San Fran's expected to start Jimmy G. Um, They still don't have George Kittle. And I don't think Debo Samuels practiced all week, but he's probably expected to play. For Chicago, uh, still no David Montgomery. It's a Khalil Herbert show in the backfield. He's still good, um, though. He's he is fantastic. Virginia Tech alumni. Um, shout out, gang. Uh, anyway, nobody's got to pick on this game. I think it's for rightful reasons, so I'm just going to skip on to the next one because I think that one's disgusting. Um, next game, first – or I'm sorry, last 1 o'clock game, probably one of the better 1 o'clock games, if not the best one we have on here, the Tennessee Titans, the red hot, um, arguably the best team in the, uh, in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans on the road at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, right now we have this line at Tennessee minus one. This line has flip flopped back and forth. I think for the past three days, total set at 49 and a half. Uh, Sam and I are on the same side here. Uh, we're both on Indy and I, I am very skeptical with this Indy, uh, this Indy pick. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this is not really a game that I feel confident in picking my name's on it and I would rather it not be, but it's, it is. <laughs> I want to say Tennessee is going to flop eventually, but I I don't really know. Um, I got to say, Indy has impressed me the past couple of weeks, especially Carson Wentz has looked more confident in the pocket. Uh, you know, more confident calling the plays and, and running the offense. Um, their defense has kind of stepped up. They played a tough game last week, you know, in San Fran in, in a monsoon, which kind of impressed me. Um, I think Tennessee can has a rough time. I don't really know why. Um, I think if they're missing wide receivers, especially AJ Brown, I don't think Julio Jones is that big of a, is that big of a, a loss for them? Cause he's not that big part of a, uh, he's not a big part of their game plan. Granted he's a fan, phenomenal athlete. Um, I think if they miss AJ Brown, it's a big hit for them, but they're gonna give it to Derek Henry every single time. Like they always do. And Tennessee seems to have uh, the play action going for him again, since, you know, running backs don't matter. Um, Indy, however, is, <laughs> I think they're on fire and I think they're ready to surprise uh, the league. If they, if they cop this W and I hope Sammy's on this is on this side for the same reason. I know he's not here, um, but we're having a little bit of a telepathy right here. We're just think we're thinking somehow Carson Wentz is going to pull this off. Um, mm, I'm afraid to ask what you guys think, because I'm afraid I'm not going to like the answer. I don't know what to think, to be completely honest with you. Like these yeah. teams, like these teams are both like, can sh- it, 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 these might be the most Jekyll and Hyde teams in the, uh, in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
who is on Tennessee's defense other than like Janoris Jenkins? And if Janoris Jenkins is Bud the Dupree. only dude on a defense, you can, yeah. All right. And Bud Dupree, if Janoris Jenkins is the only, is the first name that comes to your mind, he's probably not doing a good job. Um, and he's not like this, this team lost to the jets like three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, like four, I think four still you lost to the jets. Um, I don't know. And I, I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta see more Colts to believe it. I gotta see more Carson Wentz to believe it. But they got a dog in Michael Pitt. Yes, they do. And and, and Jonathan dude. Taylor too. I mean, you want to talk mm-hmm. about a, a stud workhorse running back who has proven himself in the collegiate level, and then then again in the NFL level, um, quite impressive. Indy's defense nothing is nothing to scoff at either. Um, mm-hmm. The Titans they, have won oh. four of the uh, no three of the last four matchups uh, that these teams have played. Dating back to December first, twenty nineteen. Yeah, well, if you want to go further than that, it's actually tied. Yeah, it's well, actually pretty even. Well, listen, um, I'm going to air with the side that I'm a huge uh, Peyton Manning fan, and you know, hopefully, the forehead is with me. <laughs> forehead's with me in this pick. Um, all right, Sunday four o'clock. The Jacksonville Jaguars, fresh off yeah. of a bye and their first win in twenty. 20- games Jacksonville Jaguars on the road against the Seattle Seahawks at home again Seattle minus three and a half total set at 43 and a half um Seattle has looked atrocious since Wilson uh Russell Wilson has gone out with a finger injury Geno Smith um seems like he has trouble throwing the ball five yards past the line of scrimmage doesn't really seem to know his place in the pocket and it seems like Pete Carroll's just going to keep running the ball until he I mean listen I, I would do it too if your quarterback didn't know how to throw a football um so that's Carroll's going to get himself fired after this Pete, year Pete, Pete Carroll's kind of asking for it and maybe he wants to go back mm-hmm. to USC I don't know uh Jacksonville Ooh. Um, Jacksonville's red hot. I excuse me, I shouldn't even say red hot. Um, they cop their first. Career. They won a game. They won a game, and of course, it wasn't even in the, the confines of the United States of America. Um, it had to be overseas. Um, T. Law actually looked pretty good. I got to give it to him, and uh, that's that's the future facing NFL right there. Mano and I are on separate sides. Uh, I'm making this mm-hmm. pick, and uh, this is an honorary Andy pick right here. Um, I'm thinking of my my friend that's not with us today. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville plus three and a half on the road. Um, I, th- I think Trevor Lawrence has found a little magic and, and I think the win last week, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago, um, gave a little spark to this team. I think Trevor Lawrence got, has a little confidence that he can make some plays. Uh, he can make some game changing plays, not just some regular plays. Cause you, if you remember at the end of the game, when they played Miami in London, um, he made a couple huge primetime throws, um, that set them up for that game winning field goal. And he did it with confidence too, rolling outside of the pocket, stepping up, um, play action and you see him getting all hype on, on the sidelines uh, when his defense makes a couple of big stops. I kind of like Jacksonville here, um, not just because uh, of the Andy pick and I've kind of been a, you know, a, a side hustle Jacksonville fan, but I, I think Jacksonville has what it takes to kind of give Seattle a run for their money. Seattle's defense hasn't been good all season and granted, uh, you know, New Orleans couldn't really do anything last week. It was a really wet rainy game and Jameis kind of sucks in general. Um, shout out Sammy for not being here. Jameis sucks. Um, I think Jacksonville has a little magic in them and you're going to give me plus plus three and a half, you know, a little over a field goal. Um, I think if a field goal is what it's going to take to win this game, um, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence and, and the Goldilocks on the road. Yeah, I get, listen, it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy take, but I feel like three and a half points here is, is almost, uh, is almost gifted. Um, 
Seattle's at home and they haven't won at home this year. Right. So first time for everything. Right. Jacksonville won for the first time in 20 some odd games two weeks ago. Can't lose when you're on a for the first time this uh, week. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I, I, come on. <laughs> Did you have to do that? There. Some friendly banter. <laughs> but I think I think I think after what you saw last week against the Saints, like you have to change the game plan, right? Like even if it's even though you know it's a Geno Smith, like you have to throw the ball. Like you have better athletes than ever. Are you raising your hand because you have a question? No, I, I have a comment. You just said Pete Cow is trying to get himself fired. So you think he's gonna change the game plan? No, I don't, but I think you have to. <laughs> you have to like throw the ball like you have DK Metcalf like DK Metcalf is probably better uh, probably a better corner than like most dudes on that Jacksonville safety uh, uh Jacksonville secondary I think DK can you know get those little slant routes that he does take it to the house get those go routes take it to the house like even though it's Geno Smith like you can't run the ball 17 times with I don't know, your Travis Homers, your Alex Collins, your your DJ Dallas's, right? Like, it's just not going to work. And if they do that, then, then yeah, I would probably take Jacksonville to win because they are probably playing to win, where Seattle feels like they're playing to lose. But I don't know. After getting embarrassed on Monday, I I think you got to come out and and change it up a little bit, throw the ball against this Jacksonville team. And uh, if they do that... It's the seven god season. So, stay, give me, stay, give me a tie break pick here. Tie break pick on this one. Yeah, I would have to go Seattle. I think. Okay. Come to my head. We're moving on because now we're moving on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't um, anyway, about next it. four, <clears throat> next four o'clock game. The New England Patriots, fresh off of a fifty-four point offensive outburst mm-hmm. at the Los Angeles Chargers, fresh off of a off of a bye, Los Angeles minus five and a half at home. Total set at forty-nine. You Justin, see the, before you go on, you see the Jets were pissed off at the Patriots for running up the score. Like, if you don't the, like it, don't let them score. That, Sorry. That's, that's not my, move the, on. Sorry. You know, the Jets are a bunch of babies and whatever. That's besides the point. Justin Herbert, Rob's, fresh off of a bye, getting a healthy, healthier Mike Williams and a healthier Keenan Allen, who I don't think practiced actually last week, a couple, you know, a couple days ago, um, against the New England Patriots, who I think Mac Jones has got a little pep in his step stick. He does. Um, all right. So one key plan here, and it's the reason for the play. And if I get burned, much like my Cincinnati pick, I get burned. Stick, um, I know what it is. Give it to me. Give it to me. He saw the Los Angeles Chargers lose to the Baltimore Ravens in embarrassing fashion in week six. Um, with three of us on the Chargers spread, by the way, simply True. because of the fact that the Chargers were unable to stop the run. Um, Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches in stopping your most lethal weapon. And which is who? Which is who on that offense? On what the Charger offense? Yeah, who's he going to stop <clears throat> on that offense? Honestly, I mean, at a wide receiver, it's got to be probably Mike Williams. But then you look at Keenan Allen, and you have that too. Regardless, my point is the Chargers were really unable to stop the run, and the Patriots are going to take advantage of that because Bill Belichick is one of the better coaches, like I said, in stopping one of your lethal weapons and attacking your weaknesses. Now, he, if you are sadly mistaken, if you think that Bill Belichick did not watch that game and say, oh, look at what Lamar's doing. Look at what that entire backfield is doing to the Chargers. Now, given it is Lamar Jackson and he makes a lot of defenses in the league look like that. Um, I just think with a five and a half point spread here on the road as underdogs, the fact that the Patriots can control the game on the ground is going to be a big factor in that. And then they can keep this within five and a half. 
they're going to score their points. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's hard for me to pick a side in this. I like the under because I do think New England, all they do is run the ball, mm-hmm. um, you know, two out of three downs, you know, get get eight yards and then have Mac Jones throw a quick slant or a quick out for a first down. Um, can't forget about a Hunter Henry revenge game for the New England Patriots. I thought that's where you were going. Um, Hunter mm-hmm. Henry, f- former intro special uh, for the Camps on Sports podcast for anybody who's been following us since last year. Um, I I... I it, you know, Stick, you talk about Bill, Bill Belichick trying to stop the best player. You stop Keenan Allen, you have Mike Evan, uh, Mike Williams. You stop Mike Williams, you got Keenan Allen. And then you can't forget about Austin Eckler in the back. And you can't forget about Justin Herbert throwing the ball, um, an MVP candidate. So um, that's personally why I, I, I don't really know how I feel about this game. It's weird at five and a half. I feel like uh, the Chargers should get at least um, you know, closer to a touchdown here because I think the Chargers are by far the better team. Uh, but I think New England's ready to surprise people, that's for sure. Okay, mm-hmm. next 4 o'clock game, 425. Reigning Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road against the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints plus five at home. Total set at 50 and a half. Oh, boy. Sammy and Stick. I, mean, I guess I'll take the reins because Sammy said yeah, his, uh... Sammy's not here, so 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 Stick's uh, argument for Tampa Bay is going to be a little bit stronger here, I guess. <clears throat> well, I mean, we're on opposite sides here because he decided to back his beloved Jameis Winston. Um, if, if, if he was here, he'd be smiling saying Jameis. I know he would, but when he sees this clip, he'll love it. So it's good. Um, but he's not going to love the fact that I'm on Tampa Bay minus five here. Um, the saints just simply don't do much for me. Um, we saw him on Monday night or Sunday night, rather, which one was it? Monday night, Monday night, Monday night. I mean, they won the game, but weren't very good. Didn't look very good. Um, on the other hand, the Bucks are just a very solid all-around team here. I, I just I don't even want to talk too much about this because I just think the Bucks are just that much better of a team than the Saints. But it doesn't really look like that on paper. I'm just going to ride with the Bucks minus five, and then hopefully you believe me. How's that? Yeah, I mean it's hard not to believe mm. the best team in the NFL. Um, Saints are getting some reinforcements back offensively and defensively with a couple injured players. Um, so, you know, second week back for Traquan Smith, one of Jameis Winston's favorite targets and Saints just acquired Mark Ingram. I wonder if he's going to play this week. Probably not. He's probably going to pass concussion protocol before anything happens. Um, COVID protocol. Yeah. Sorry. I said concussion, didn't I? I, I just yeah. think protocol. Probably I got to pass that too. I'd have Listen, to pass I, that I, You know, you think of protocol, it's hard not to think of concussion protocol. Yeah. Um, no. I, I don't really know why this game's at five. It seems like there's, I guess maybe Superdome um, in, in New Orleans is why. I mean, Tom Brady spent... Monday, you know, he was on the Eli and Peyton Manning, uh, you know, telecast pretty much dissecting every, everything the Saints did. So um, good luck, New Orleans. Final four o'clock game. I want to, I, I, you know, um, to be fair, I wanted to put a pick on this game um, and I'll put my little two cents in later. But we got the Washington football team on the road against the Denver Broncos. Denver minus three total set at 43 and a half. Mano, Teddy Two Gloves has been hurt. He's been nursing injuries to his ankle, his quad, his hammy, whatever it is, his hand. Um, Denver's probably going to get Jerry Judy back, I think. Uh, Washington football team off of a tough loss to, to, to the Packers last week. They kind of hung around until the you know the end of the third quarter when Mr. Aaron Rodgers just decided to take over. Um, we taking the home team here in a mile high? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to ride the team playing Washington because their defense is abysmal. They're just not the... They're not what they used to be. They're not your uh, not your father's Washington football team defense. Um, I just think Denver's a better team here. I 
I, they're they're not great, but I feel like they're better than what they've shown. I feel like that defense has a lot of talent on it, and eventually talent is going to come around, right? Like those dudes are playing. I, those dudes are playing well, you know, below their average, and the coaches there are probably not uh, not sticking around much longer. So I think they're coaching for a uh, for a job here too. So I think this is going to be a statement win here for uh, for Denver. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sam's on the Washington football team, and honestly, so am I. Um, I think I these almost did teams, it. That was almost my fifth pick. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think the I think both these teams have overvalued, overhyped defenses. Um, Denver's missing possibly Von Miller, and um, I, I don't think they're going to have uh, what, what's his phrase, Bradley Chubb either. I I don't really, you know, Washington. I think their game last week they kind of really blew it um, against. The, the Green Bay Packers, I believe they drove into the, the Packers, uh, you know, red zone. I would say probably four or five times. I, I would have to double check stats and they only got about three points out of it instead of getting more. Um, so I really think they blew the game against the Packers last week, which is kind of why I'm on Washington here. Um, Stick, do you have a comment? I don't, yeah, I mean, I just don't really like both of these teams. Like, I don't know what they are. I feel like they're just both very average. The Broncos are probably the better overall team with the better defense. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm staying away for a reason, but I almost picked Washington. I can see a case for Denver. So I'm just going to settle right back at neutral and not make a pick on it. How's that? Oh, smart kid, but you're going to pick, you're going to pick Detroit. Um, all right. I'm going to pick all the losers. Anyway, Broncos were on a bye. Broncos were on a bye last week, right? Broncos uh, were not. No, they were. Oh, they played Thursday. No, they were not. Okay. Broncos played the Cleveland Browns last week. Mm. Um, oh, you're right. They did play on Thursday. Uh, a little bit longer. They 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 got to prepare for a little a uh, little bit longer. So just just a little bit more time to get in your own head about yeah. the Washington football team, the no mascot Washington football team. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. Sunday night, we prime time Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Dallas Cowboys, fresh off of a bye. Minnesota minus I'm sorry, Dallas minus three on the road. Total set at fifty five. I don't know why this spread is the way it is. Um. I think Dallas, I'm on Dallas here. I think Dallas is by far the better team. I don't think Minnesota is really in, in that close. I think Kirk Cousins has showed flashes of potential, but I think at the end of the day, Dallas is one of, uh, if not one of the best offensive uh, NFL teams they have. They're supposed to get Michael Gallup back. They're fresh off of a bye. They're getting healthy. Um, you figure Amari Cooper needs another another week to sit because he's always banged up. Looks like, I think Daft tweaked, uh, Daft, Dak tweaked his, calf or his ankle but i think they're just making excuses to give him rest for his shoulder honestly which is fine with me um i think dallas is on a tear this year it's it's regular season dallas cowboys this is what they do every year they go on a tear and then they make it to the playoffs and they always fall flat on their face um and it's primetime kirk cousins i think kirk cousins is going to keep up stick i know you're on the total here and i like the side that you're on and i think that kind of plays plays into my pick a little bit more um Okay, so the way I got to the over is because I wasn't really playing into your pick. Honestly, I like Minnesota here. Um, I am taking the over, but I like Minnesota as a side a little bit better. Um, the Cowboys are undefeated against the spread at 6-0 and right now. I, I think the Vikings are 3-3 three and three both against the spread and record-wise. Um, this is a home game. It's primetime Kirk Cousins, like you said. I just feel like the Cowboys are going to hit a roadblock at some point. And both teams coming off a bye, I feel like they'll have game plans ready. They watch film. 
that plays that work against the opposing defense. So that's why I took the over. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to score, but I think the Vikings are going to be in it. Um, this was the opening line of Dallas minus three. Right now it's at Dallas minus one and a half. So money is coming in on Minnesota. Um, But I'm going to ride with the over here. I think somebody definitely scores 30 and somebody definitely scores. I mean, someone's going to score 20. I was going to say somebody scores 30, someone scores 24, but that wouldn't get me my over. Um, But I think there's going to be a team in high 20s and a team in the 30s. And this this is going to go over for sure. Mm. I still have this this game at minus two on BetMGM and I know it opened at minus two. Um, I think it's right where it belongs, and I think Dallas is on the right. Uh, whatever, uh, Mano, you got you want to you want to comment on Sunday night football before we move on to the worst Monday night football game in the history of Monday night football games? No, I don't know why this is. I'm trying to figure out why this is one and a half. I don't know why Minnesota's getting. When he's coming in on Minnesota, yes. I don't know why though. I don't know why. A little sketchy. Yeah. A little sketchy. Something to keep an eye on. But I hate Definitely. Kirk Cousins, so it's okay. Yeah, there you go. I'll take, the Kirk, I'll take the Kirk Cousins hatred when I'm when I'm against him, but when I'm for him, I, I don't like to, I don't stand for it. Um, That's my dynasty quarterback, fucking Kirk Cousins. Terrible, just god awful. Mm. Um, all right, nobody's got a pick on Monday night. Actually, Mano has a pick, and that is quote LMAO. Um, <laughs> we got the New York Football Giants on the road <laughs> against the Kansas City Chiefs, who have been who have been beat beaten up who have lost a couple tough games, who just look downright awful. Um, Kansas City still getting 10 points. Kansas City minus 10, over-under set at 52. Um, I'm not picking this game because I firmly think the Giants cover the spread, and if I put the Giants down, they're not going to cover the spread. Mm-hmm. Um, or it, I mean, obviously, it's one of two things. The Giants cover or they get the doors blown off of them. I think the Kansas, I also kind of think the Kansas City Chiefs are pissed that they can't win a football game, and I think they're going to take it all out on the Giants, and I am scared i'm not gonna watch the game i'm hoping i hope i'm working monday night so i don't have i, I don't have the opportunity to watch it um but i think it's gonna be scary this is a narrative ender for the um for the chiefs all the talk this week and last week is this defense isn't good and they're not uh is pat mahomes like is has the magic worn off if teams figured out like what they're trying to do is there like talent on the offensive line all that gets put to rest when you play the giants right like i don't know who woke up in in the league office and just like yeah let's put the new york giants who won six games last year against the kansas city chiefs almost went to the super bowl no, they, signed Kenny, they signed Kenny Galladay, so no, they said, yeah, you go. I, 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 don't, I don't know whose idea it was, but unless they can predict the future and they knew Pat Mahomes and company would need a get-right game. But, I mean, ultimately, like, I mean, you said it. It's, it's, it's 10 points, so it's either they cover the spread or they get the doors blown off of them. There's no way yeah. between. I mean, there really is. <laughs> There's no way this is a three-point game. There's absolutely no yeah. way this is a three-point game. Um. I'm Listen, nervous. If the Giants, if the Giants' offense was a little bit like if all the weapons were there, like if it was like Galladay and, and Tony and Barkley and Shepard and Slayton and Evan Ingram and like all the offensive line and uh, all, all things on on um you know being equal here, like I, I'd consider it, right? Because you know why not? But I don't think the Giants are going to be able to to move the ball at a pace that is going to keep up with the. Um, uh, with the Chiefs, even if they, even if the Chiefs aren't lighting the scoreboard up, right? Even if it's like 17 
you know, points in the, by halftime or something like that. Even that's a lot, even if it's like 10 points by halftime, like they're going to be marching. Right. And they're going to be going for it on fourth down because they know they're better than the giants. And that's what they're going to just do. They're going to try to put them to bed early. Right. So like, I don't know. It comes down to the defense here, and I don't think you can you can take a Giants defense against Pat Mahomes. This big time get right game for uh, for the Chiefs. Stick. You think Andy Reid is going to whoop the hell out of the Giants? Like he always I definitely does. see a situation that it happens. Um, no, but your initial point when you first introduced this game, I agree with. I think the Giants are going to cover the spread because the KC defense is Swiss cheese and Daniel Jones is going to be able to do just enough. But they can't move the ball though. The Giants I agree, but it's ball. still 10 points and I'm going to take Stick, it. I don't, Bro, they put how, 10 how points. Is... They, they put like 10 points on the freaking um, <laughs> on, on the Panthers before garbage time, before the defense just decided to freaking show up. Like it's, it's I don't know just what not... to tell you. It's I, not I an official pick, but if I had to, I would go on the Giants. So yeah, thank They're going to lose well, nine to 37. Yeah, thank God it's up oh, Scorigami. Um, thank thank God. Hopefully, I, I don't know if that would be. Listen, maybe. shout out shout out our boy Zach. I know he's not going to listen to this. Um, but if he was, I'm hoping for a Scorigami for you. Uh, th- this Sunday for you, buddy. Um, but I, I mean personally, I I don't really want to comment on on that Monday night game. I think I think we're over and done with it. Um, any closing comments from the fellas in the crew? Are we? Are we I just need up some with- wins. I need some wins this week. That's oh it. my lord. 37 to nine would not be a scorigami. The first time it happened was uh, Bears Giants in 1941. The Bears beat the Giants 37 to nine. The last time it happened, it was 37 to nine. Eagles over the Cowboys in, in 2017. Yeah, so uh, the most right. likely scorigami that I see is uh, 46 nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. I have a hard time believing Daniel Jones is going to take the top off of a defense when they just run the ball three downs, you know, just for no reason. Um, and then they get a hold- 24, maybe, and then, maybe then they get likely. a holding, you know, then they get a holding call and then they get a false start. And the next thing you want to do is throw your TV out a window and you remember why you hate being a Giants fan. Um, but it's a good thing. Yeah. This isn't a Giants podcast. Cause if it was, um, I probably wouldn't have a computer at this point. I'd just be throwing it out the yeah. window. Um, all right. Well, with that note, I think we're going to wrap up week eight. Stick, hopefully you're sitting in this chair next week. I hope so, man. I really do. Because you went from That'd be a little weird pod- if you were sitting in his chair. That would be a lot weird because then we would just sit in his cha- we'd be sitting in my chair together. Um, yeah. You went from hosting the podcast every day last year to mm, only once this year, week one. So you, you better yeah. you better get it. You better get it. Figured I have out, full control. Way. I just failed to do it every week. So it's OK. You have full control of picking what the right teams. I have full control over my picks. I, I clearly don't have full control over picking the right teams, but we'll get there. No, but you, apparently, apparently the Detroit Lions going to fix everything for you. Um, okay, and that that's going to wrap up our Week Eight NFL betting analysis podcast thing, where we all talk about sports. Um, thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me, Mister Tyler Blumenstick, Mister Anthony Mano. Um, hope to see all you fellas next week. Stick. I hope you lose again because. I might happen. Listen, man, you picked Detroit, and I just don't really understand why you even took their money line. They're going to win the game. I promise you, they'll win the game. All right, this this podcast needs to end. Please, please turn and end recording. Please hit end recording. Cut the tape. Cut the tape.